VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 504. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, a short message for myself, for all of us to let go, to let go, to surrender, to accept what we cannot control, to control what we can, and everything else recognize that life is short and to spend time desperately trying to control things we simply cannot influence, to spend time rushing, to spend time trying to fit in boxes we do not belong in, it's no longer worth our energy. And, you know, I suppose in the self-help world, in the world of mindfulness, meditation, anything spiritual, this is a very common message to hear, right? Surrender. Surrender is like the word that defines being present. It's how we define a, define a calm mind, right? Advice like surrender to your thoughts. Don't resist. Surrender to the reality you're in. Don't fight it, right? And I used to really not like that idea. I used to really hate advice like just surrender. You'll find peace in surrendering. Like I'd be like, really? You know, I've worked so hard on myself. I've been pushing myself to do more and become more and achieve more. And now I'm just supposed to surrender to just what is to just stop and be like, oh, well, I'll just accept life as it is. That never really used to sit well with me. That's me, a pretty type A, very stubborn, very impatient guy. To surrender seemed like giving up. It seemed weak. And so I've always been kind of at war with myself in this respect. And the idea of surrendering, I've always resisted it. I've always tried to control practically everything. And I've never liked the idea of accepting things as they are. Because for every example I heard of people finding peace in that, I also heard an example of someone who pushed back and they elevated themselves and they changed everything. So I was never really sold on this. But, you know, as with many things in life, I've changed my mind. I've changed my heart about this. There's something to being, I don't know, in your mid-30s that has made me pause to consider the value of surrender 
And not just because, you know, maybe I'm older and it's, you know, I find peace in the idea, but because I found something very practical about it that I didn't recognize before. And even yesterday, (laughs) I laugh because I recently moved to Miami and it's hurricane season right now, which means a lot of random heavy downpour rain. And the other day I was excited to go out and do something with my girlfriend, something outside. And right as we got going outside, it started downpouring. And it kind of triggered me, like it made me very upset, like, oh, of course, it's it starts raining right when I want to do something, of course. And so there I was kind of fighting against the weather, man versus weather, like fighting against my own shadow. And that moment, amongst many other, other moments leading to this point in my life, it's made me realize the power of surrendering in specific instances. In, in the past couple of years, I've found that surrendering, in the sense that I'll talk about here... It isn't about slowing down. It isn't about letting go. It is not about weakness. It's actually about the opposite of those things. It's about accelerating. It's about holding on. And it's about strength in the sense that surrendering allows you to actually get what you've been looking for. It's the key to actually getting it. Surrendering is how you find happiness today and what you have today instead of desperately trying to create it out of thin air. Surrendering is how you find confidence today not desperately trying to prove you're confident to other people. Surrendering is how you find freedom, love, all the things that we want, but are so stubbornly set on getting and controlling in life that we end up actually controlling nothing. To surrender, to let go, it means to become at peace with yourself. And I'd say being at peace with yourself is a good thing, right? That's the selling point of surrendering. And I'll talk about this in really practical terms. And it comes back to Mr. Alan Watts. You might recognize the name Alan Watts, but you probably recognize the voice. He was a philosopher. He was a scholar. He has a bunch of audio recordings that you've probably heard. A lot of musicians and DJs and producers have adopted them as part of their songs. Like you might hear a melodic house song. And then in the background, there is this booming voice of Alan Watts talking about surrender. That's how I came across some of his teachings through the power of music. But he has a teaching that is very practical here. And it describes what happened when we let go. When we let go of desperation, when we let go of rushing, when we let go of control, and he refers to it as the backwards law, the backwards law. And I'm going to summarize it here and actually found Mark Manson did a really nice summary of it in the subtle art of not giving a fuck his book. So to summarize Alan Watts's backwards law, Mark Manson says the following. He says, Wanting positive experience is a negative experience. Accepting negative experience is a positive experience. It's what the philosopher Alan Watts used to refer to as the backwards law. The idea that the more you pursue feeling better all the time, the less satisfied you become, as pursuing something only reinforces the fact that you lack it in the first place. The more you desperately want to become rich, the more poor and unworthy you feel, regardless of how much money you actually make. The more you desperately want to be sexy and desired, the uglier you come to see yourself, regardless of your actual physical appearance. The more you desperately want to be happy and loved, the lonelier and more afraid you become, regardless of those who surround you. So thanks for that summary there, Mark. And logically, I think we can hear something like that. We can hear Alan Watts's very simple backwards law, and it makes sense, right? It makes sense in the context of focusing on lack exacerbates the negative feelings that come from it, right? It makes sense. If you're constantly desperately obsessing over becoming lovable, right? 
over becoming successful, over becoming, over getting your dream bot, for example. If that is your obsession left unchecked, it's not a stretch to say that you're going to become overly critical of yourself because of your current perception of being unlovable, of being a failure, of being out of shape. I think we'd agree on that. And so in a sense, yeah, without self-awareness, without self-control, the pursuit of anything in life does lend itself to this idea of backwardsness. We set a goal, we want an outcome, we want a feeling, and along the journey to that thing, we're more inclined to observe the opposite of the thing that we're pursuing. By setting a goal, we become keenly aware, or often we create it out of thin air, of a problem that needs to be solved. We say we want to be more confident, well then all of a sudden it's so palpable how unconfident we are. We want to get jacked or lose weight, well then it becomes so obvious how gross and out of shape we currently are and so on and so on. We want to be happy. Well, then all of a sudden, the headline is how unhappy we are at the moment. And I think this makes sense, right? We, of course, need a catalyst for change in life. We need to feel some kind of discontent to identify something that we can improve. That's why we decide to do things in life. And this always made sense to me, right? I never saw a problem with any of this. I just said, oh, well, that's life for it. You want something? Maybe you start to be critical of yourself along the way. But where this idea of surrender has really changed things for me is realizing that in the pursuit of things like that in life, goals, a sense of moreness, we all have adopted a subtle mentality of desperation. Truly, we have desperation. And I think that's the key word here. In the search of things that we want, happiness, love, control, freedom, success, we have silently, subconsciously appended the word desperately to that search desperately searching for happiness, love, control, freedom, success. And I think recognizing this is how we surrender in a practical way and we find a power in doing so. We find power in a sense where we used to think that surrender meant weakness. This is how we find power again. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. 
And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Because desperately trying to be happy, for instance, desperately trying to only have happy moments in our lives, well, that makes us unhappy. But what makes us happy is accepting the presence of unhappy moments, mediocre moments, middle of the road moments, or desperately trying to control who loves us, how they love us, how they make us feel. Well, I'm sure you can relate to the fact that that backfires. And by desperately trying to control that, the less we actually feel loved or desperately trying to feel confident, to appear confident, to have that label of confident person. The more we're striving for that desperately, the more insecure we feel because we highlight in our minds the fragility of our state and how we don't feel confident. But backwards law here, the more we accept who we are, confident, not confident, everything in between, the more confident we actually feel. And we can go on and on with each feeling that we want, each outcome that we want in life, but the core of all these things is that sense of desperation, desperate need for control. The more we try to control other people, the more we try to control our feelings or their feelings or outcomes, the more out of control we feel. And it makes this backwards contrast of that good thing we want so much more palpable. So to the idea of surrender, this isn't me advocating for no longer setting goals or striving to be better or do more in life. Not at all. The idea of surrender is to no longer be at war with yourself. It's to find something that is the opposite of desperation, which I think is calm. It's to decide that your life is not only going to be filled with moments that you want. Happy moments, confident moments, freedom-filled moments, secure moments. We can't solve the problem of contrast in life. With good comes the bad. With a journey comes the contrast. And Alan Watts, Watts even says that. He says that life's mystery is not a problem to be solved, but a reality to be experienced. We have to accept the reality that we experience. That is surrender. That is calm. Surrender is realizing that happiness, confidence, the things you're looking for, they are long-lasting. They're peaceful. They're calming. They're steady. They're consistent. And they come, backwards law, when you stop chasing, controlling, desperately seeking the quick hits, the quick moments. You deserve a consistent sense of calm. And that comes when you surrender in life. That's when you allow life to simply play out. That is a sign of strength. It's not a weakness. Calm is power. Calm is strength, right? Think about a person in your life who's just calm, peaceful. Don't, don't you interpret that as powerful? Because that means that person's in control of themselves and their place in life. Being calm, surrendering, it's a sign of showing how powerful you are by allowing yourself to exist within a world that you cannot control. It's accepting that sometimes you won't fit in, you will fail, you won't be loved, you won't be recognized. 
And surrendering to that fact is what gives you confidence, peace, control, freedom, happiness. The very things you think will only come when you control everything. That's the opposite. It really is. And that is the idea of surrender. It's not a weakness. It's giving in, but not giving up. Giving in, but not giving up. It's giving in to the, albeit frustrating, randomness of life, unpredictability of life, lack of control of life. You give into it, but you don't give up. And that is when you decide that surrendering is not a weakness. It's the opposite. It's strength. It's the power to face fear, insecurity, uncertainty, lack, all these things. It's a strong mentality, a powerful mentality to set goals, to work your ass off, to control what you can control. But everything else, other people's reaction to you, life's randomness, you accept it. You surrender to it. You find calm in it. You give in, but you don't give up. That is power. That is power. And I challenge you this week, try it this week with one thing, with one thing. What is one thing that you find yourself always trying to control? It's probably a goal you've set of some kind, and you're trying, trying to control all aspects of it. What is something, with a moment of honesty here, look yourself in the mirror, that you're saying, okay, I'm being a little bit desperate here. I am subconsciously, desperately trying to control all elements of this thing. What if you stopped? What if you just stopped for a week? What if you didn't try to convince someone else that you're lovable? If you didn't tell yourself that you need to see a certain person in the mirror, dollars in your bank account, followers on a screen, whatever it is. What if you worked for those things? Yes, of course, do it. But if you didn't desperately cling to controlling them as a means to define your happiness, your confidence, your fulfillment, what if you surrendered and saw it for once as a sign of strength? And you found peace and calm in that because wanting positive experience is a negative experience, but accepting negative experience is a positive one. That is power. Accepting everything in between is what gives you that sense of steady, consistent calm that you deserve. So that's it. I'll end it right there. I hope this was helpful. I hope it gave you something to think about. If it did, I'd be so grateful if you'd share the podcast with a friend. Just send them the link and tell them that you're thinking about them. But that is it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. 
our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waverhood, she said, where Wafer helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home.